Welcome to the Start Me Up Podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Muller She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson, and it is election day in America. My guest is Cliff Schechter. We're obviously going to be talking about what's going to happen, Elon Musk a little bit, and we're going to tease about that new site I keep talking about. Lots to talk about, but before we get into it. The Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup, and don't forget Forget. You can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, please enjoy my Election Day conversation with Cliff Schechter. Welcome back to the show, Cliff. Well, thank you, Kimberly. My it's pleasure a- to be here on, <laughs> on uh, what we might call an important day for American democracy. Just a little bit. Just a little important. <laughs> yeah, slightly. Not too much going on, except for the election. Everybody go vote. Yes, if you're listening, well, this, well, yeah, go vote. Um, right, they'll be listening today at some point. <laughs> so you better have already voted or go now and listen later. Um, oh my God, there's all kinds of stuff to talk about, but let's just start off with the fucking Republican messaging with their junk polls getting into mainstream. And so, okay, you've got people like Joe Scarborough or, you know, I don't know, just your mainstreamers on CNN and stuff like that who are basically predicting off of the junk polls that it's likely going to be a Republican win. And then add to that, you've got fucker, uh, fucker, (laughs) fucker, Tucker, fucker Carlson is saying that if the Republicans lose, we're going to have a civil war. And of course, nobody is saying that on the left, but they are obviously prepping up their followers and their support for violence. And so that's what worries me, because I I have this feeling we're going to win at both the House and the Senate. Um, What do you think about that? How are you feeling about the House? So, you know, I did this video the other day gives me a chance also to tell people to go to my YouTube uh, and subscribe. <laughs> YouTube.com slash C Schechter, C-S-C-H-E-C-T-E-R, where I do videos and this stuff from kind of my 20 years in polling and in PR and all that stuff. Looking at everything, you know, so first of all, you pointed out an important trend, right? Like, this is just another 10 billion things that frustrate the living shit out of me mm-hmm. about what we don't do and allow Republicans to do. Mm-hmm. They will influence mainstream media narratives through so many ways that they can. They cheat and, and influence these narratives through their social media, you know, garbage on Facebook. People like Ben Shapiro being mm-hmm. propped up there, that little incel. Um, <laughs> sorry, I hate him. Um, and and he's probably an insult for being honest. I mean, not, he, I mean, if you heard his voice, like he sounds like the old line by uh, by uh, what's his name, Ryan Reynolds in, in Deadpool about um, oh the British soccer player. It's not coming to me. Who married one of the Spice Girls? It's like it sounds like he he mouth sex and helium blue. I mean, you know, that's what it. Sorry, I hope that can make it into your podcast. Of course, we're <laughs> totally crude here. Uh, excellent. Um, I mean, you know. They do it that way. They do it through their right-wing, you know, talk mm-hmm. radio, which is on terrestrial radio, which means it's, you know, mainstream. Through Sinclair owning local mm-hmm. TV stations, through right-wing publishers buying up newspapers like the one my ten here in Cincinnati. We can go all, mm-hmm. go on forever. Obviously, it's way beyond Fox News, and we don't do anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we do very little compared. It's frustrating. As hell, one of my favorite writers, Will Bunch, just wrote about this, about the failure on our side, mm-hmm. you know, and how we even sometimes give in, mm-hmm. um, like with with firing Tiffany Cross over yeah. at MSNBC. Uh, but don't let that demoralize you guys. Here's the thing. So even with that, they've gotten better news. They've mm-hmm. fooled the easily foolable, <laughs> like Joe Scarborough. Um, <laughs> they've, you know, <laughs> they. I mean, there's like five, six, seven polling outlets out there that are utter shite they're mm-hmm. complete like right-wing crap and once you factor all of those out mm-hmm. um this is a very close election and the, the fact of the matter is, is it, the the ridiculousness of this is that in when the, when a party has the white house 
they usually get their butt kicked. Right. People want change to go for the other party. The fact that this is even close tells you how bad the Republicans are doing mm-hmm. and in all the ways they cheat. Yeah. All the votes they're trying to suppress, all the other ways they lie and cheat, their message is made up and you know is utter garbage and the mainstream media still carries it. And you know the Democrats, we still fail to push ours out there. But okay, let me get to the point. The polling you're seeing, not accurate because of these these right wing outfits. Mm-hmm. Once you take them out, it's much closer. Um, there are some races that still lean Republican. Mm-hmm. There are many more that that are either even or lean Democratic. Mm-hmm. And then there is the one. That, there is a huge factor that you just can't quantify, and we have to see, which is. Younger voters, mm-hmm. the Gen Z voters, and I believe they're going to save us. So do I. And they have already proven. So, you know, we heard this in years past, you know, first time voters, and it never was enough. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that will happen again. I can't say definitively, mm-hmm. but we now have proof that, you know, that we have actual groups out there, voters of tomorrow. Yes. You know, those guys have done an amazing job and a bunch of others like that. Uh, that were so repulsed when the school shootings happened this summer, the reaction by Republicans, mm-hmm. with Bob's decision, a number of things that I would say, in a way, radicalized the younger generation. And I don't mean in a way like with Republicans radicalized them as in made them political, mm-hmm. made them take a look at things and say, oh, my God, these guys are awful. We have all these old white guys that couldn't give a crap of us. And they turned out. So let me give you three examples. In Kansas, that mm-hmm. referendum on abortion, mm-hmm. polling showed uh, the good guys, us, winning by ahead of that by about two or three points. We won by 18. Wow. How? We literally broke the record there. They had more younger voters vote there than had voted in previous, wow. like, actual November elections during an off-year election in the middle of the year, off, you know, normal-time election. All right. In New York 19, that was a district where there was a special election, the congressional district there. The polls were saying the Republicans were going to win by two to three points. We won by eight. Hmm. Um, and then there was good old Sarah Palin and all that. Kicking her ass never gets old. <laughs> um, and and that one was another one that I, I don't think that was is quite as uh, to that level because I think there are not as many younger voters moving to Alaska probably. But still, it was I, I, the differential. If I remember correctly, was six or seven points right. between they they had Palin winning and she lost. Mm-hmm. So you know when you look at all that, like the the proof the pudding with this stuff, and so this isn't just based on like what I think is going to happen. Right. I know that polls don't poll younger people mm-hmm. because I've been a pollster before. And so the, the, the screening questions you asked at the beginning, are, they're very simple, right? Are you 18 year or years old and are you a U.S. citizen or resident or, you know, who can vote? Yes or no, no, you're out. And then it's, have you voted in the last two elections? And if you haven't, you're out. Mm-hmm. And so people, you know, first time voters are just by definition, you know, not going to be included. And if the last election you voted in was like May of this year or, you know, a primaries and you came out in these big numbers – doesn't matter. Like you're not going to be included in general election polls. Yeah. So, you know, we have no idea what they're going to do. All I know is I see my friends who are part of these organizations, and I've never seen them so so confident. Yeah. Um, they're out there just like you're going to see what Gen Z is going to do. Mm-hmm. We're literally going to do what we did the last times, and we're going to we're going to crush this thing. Yeah, um, it's absolutely so, showing up in the numbers. If you're following Simon Rosenberg, there's a couple other people out there, but Simon yep. Rosenberg has the polls that don't include these junk science or science uh, junk polls funded by Republicans. Mm-hmm. And I want to just throw in there, and I said this on my patrons only show, but still, last night on MSNBC there was a panel with Rachel Maddow. Of course, it's all the typicals: Joy Reid and Nicole Wallace and Lawrence O'Donnell. So I I fucking wish I could remember what Joy Reid said because she made this really great point and I just forgot it. But then Nicole Wallace came in and basically was adding on to the point because I know Joy's point was that there are, you know, record numbers, reason to believe or an implication that Democrats pr- pretty much have this. We we can't know for sure. But ultimately, that it's very encouraging. So then Nicole Wallace chimes in and she says, you know, there are a bunch of Republican women who have erased the period tracker from their fucking Apple watches, which tells her, okay, those people are not going to answer polls if they're even going to be polled at all. And so I know that There's I've that been too, polled, which and I, I didn't, answered. by the way, mention. I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it was worth it's worth mentioning. I don't know in the other two races, um, but in the Kansas race, not only did Gen Z break 
uh, records, I, I, if, I, if I'm it was either seven points or eight points, somewhere in that range, that women, the women's votes mm-hmm. liked. They're losing, they're, they're angering and radicalizing yeah. suburban women with, with the Dobbs decision and all but what, four or five, eight, whatever it was, mm-hmm. some single digit number of Republicans in the House, all, all the rest of them voted against protecting birth control. Mm-hmm. Like they just kept making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so, you know, like we can't be sure. And obviously in some states, it's a lot tougher mm-hmm. because you just don't have as many younger folks mm-hmm. and, and who can, who can offset the difference. So I'm not saying in like, you know, South Dakota, although you, know, you never know, right? We're up right. in Oklahoma in the governor's race, wow. according to polls. Wow. So it clearly is happening even in some of these very, like it did in Kansas, mm-hmm. in some of these very kind of red places. But, you know, we won't know till the smoke clears. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it won't be the same everywhere. You know, it'll happen in, more in some spots than others, but there's reason to have a lot of hope. I'm, I, I am pretty convinced for holding the Senate mm-hmm. um, and may make gains. Um, I think I, I think there's a very good chance we could have two to three games. To me, my my you know because they gerrymandered and cheated and mm-hmm. did all they do with the House. The question is, you know, will our surge be enough to either limit losses to fewer than five, mm-hmm. um, or for us to even gain a couple seats? Right. And that's really the question right now. I don't think I absolutely convinced that they're not going to win. Like when they talk about fifteen to twenty seats, mm-hmm. I don't believe for a second that's happening. No, I could mm-hmm. see them gaining ten seats, in which case we'd be down five, and that would still not be a good situation Mm -hmm. so my hope is is that you know everybody listening turns out and we get that kind of surge turnout such Mm -hmm. that we you know can keep the losses down and 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 you know or even gain a couple seats and people just need to remember that the reason we're up by five right now you know uh house seats and we're not up by nine Mm -hmm. because as you remember if you take Mm -hmm. away a republican and Mm -hmm. you add a democrat it's a difference of two not one Mm -hmm. is because the republican in one of those iowa districts if it was iowa two uh, one by six votes, and and we lost our uh, our incumbent uh, Brandisi in upstate New York. The Republican there won Tenney by 109 votes. Wow. So you're literally talking about a difference of 115 votes, yeah. and and you know that instead of nine seats ahead, we're only five. Mm-hmm. So my point to you is, every one of these votes matters. Mm-hmm. Every one of these elections matters. And yes, absolutely, we could come out of this even or even gain some seats if everyone gets out there and votes and shocks the world. It is absolutely doable. So mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to. I yeah, think go we're going to because also. You know, there I I'm I don't know any data, so I'm just flying off the cuff here. I don't know, but I know for sure that there's all kinds of new, you know, newly registered Dems. You've got no, young people, you've got women, yep. and I don't think the other side has that. I think it's we gained. So when you look at what happened in 2018 and in 2020, and since then we've gained voters. The other side has not. I think the other side has lost voters or at least maintained what they have. So there's also that throwing, you know, throwing that into the mix. So um, yep. I do feel like I don't feel anxiety, and I was totally expecting to. Maybe I'll start feeling anxiety when I see Steve Kornacki. But oh, I wanted to ask you, Bob and yeah, I. Yeah, same gonna... with me. <laughs> it's weird how how relaxed I am right now. Yeah, it's it weird. Almost it's... scares me a little bit. I know that's I, the I, thing. I, guess I fully expect. I mean, somebody put up or was it? I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, Schoolie, I think, on Twitter, who is uh, a screenwriter. I can't think yes. of Schoolie's real name. Um, he put up, you know, now the, the question today is how many you know charlatans will win i mean the, obviously yeah. even if we have a great day right we're gonna see is, some crazy yeah. some of them will win no yeah, matter what will. because of the way districts are drawn or yeah. the fact that certain states have more cows than people and mm-hmm. those tend to vote republican and, mm-hmm. and it's tough for us to you know to fight back against that so so that obviously inevitably some terrible people will win mm-hmm. but oh, if we pull out yeah. You know the, those close ones, and we win, and we. I mean, I don't think anyone will care as much. I mean, obviously, if you live there, you care about any race you lose. Mm-hmm. But we'll all feel a lot better if we hold the house. We yeah. add two more to our Senate, and you know, when we win some big governor's races, and we might got a better could pull off Texas. Oh my God! You know, or something like that. I think you know, if we could unseat DeSantis. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just some things that I think would would you know make it so that everybody felt pretty amazing about about this day considering everything we're up against so yeah and it, I, I wanted to ask you too are you going on mary trump tonight excuse me am i doing what are you gonna go on mary trump's podcast tonight oh yes i'm sorry i didn't hear you yes i will i'll um it starts at nine yes 
and it's like a live stream and and um you know people can kind of join and leave the nerd avengers as she calls well that's bob and i are going to be there so we'll see you tonight oh awesome you guys are nerd avengers now (laughs) well bob is Um, one i think he's already been on her show she asked me to be on her show during the one six committee but i was doing my show so i couldn't do it and i hated saying no to her but now i got to say yes to her so i will see you tonight no that's awesome i'm glad you'll be there that'll be it's i mean i've enjoyed it there's such smart people there and they're they're not just smart they're fun and it's just it's a a good group mary is so Um, fucking awesome so i'm I'm just yeah. like, I'm so excited about this, which, okay, I want to switch gears just for a minute because I want to talk to you. Well, first, I want to just kind of tease the audience a little bit. So Cliff is now with me talking to the developer of this new site that I keep teasing. And I just, you know, I mean, I, I know there's not a lot we can say, but I just, you know, what I will say is when I brought it up to you, you seem to be pretty excited about it. <laughs> so, I'm very excited about it. I mean, yeah. look, you know, look, we're, we're watching the, the destruction of Twitter right in front yeah. of us by, by a piddly little sort of insecure man boy, yeah. you know? Um, and it's, you know, that's a community. It's not to say Twitter has, had plenty, had and has plenty of problems before mm-hmm. Elon Musk got there. But anything that was wrong with Twitter was made a thousand times worse mm-hmm. by his arrival, and and all sorts of new problems were created. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and and so it wasn't perfect; it was far from it. But it, you know, there was a community. There are people you knew you're going to see there. Yeah. Um, I still, at least, I think most have hung around, but some have already left, which saddens me. And and mm-hmm. you know. Um, there've been some other places that we've, that we've gone and, and opened accounts and that's cool too. But I, I, you know, this one really seems like it could um, be a great place for people to go who, you know, have great ideas and are fun people and, you know, hail from center over to left of the spectrum and are, you know, not Nazis and not morons yeah. and, you know, <laughs> believe and believe that calories exist and gravity's real and, you know, that there aren't dragon people on the earth and <laughs> the earth isn't one huge compact disc that will fall off of if we get to the end exactly. of it. And, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Well, and, you know, I will say that we're, we're trying to figure out the launch date right now. We've got a plan in place, but we just have to figure out. I'm not exactly sure. I will say that it will be no later than February, I, I'm, and we're hoping for sooner, but I just – I don't want to – we want to make sure that this is all done correctly because, like, I can see what's happening. I, you know, my problem – are you on Mastodon right now? I am, yes. I, I haven't have to done go very find much. You. I think yeah. I have – they call it tooting, which I find kind of yes, funny. Yes, I know. I think that's what it's called. I know. Uh, I, I've tooted there, for, I think, four <laughs> times. Um, and, I, you know, and I, and I plan to do more. Um, uh, and, and it's not to say anything negative about, about Mastodon. I think Mastodon could be very good. I yeah. think this could be better. Me too. Um, there's there's I, other features on this new site that you can't get anywhere on any other site right now. I mean, eventually that might change, but it'll be new. But with Mastodon, I'm having a problem because I I can't like it's weird like I can click on and get onto the site and I can post and I can follow people but if I if I venture off my page and then I click follow then I'm asked to sign up or log in and so I'm already logged in right now but then it asks me when I like I said if I, maybe I'll click on your page and I go over to your page and then I hit follow Sometimes I can do it. Sometimes it asks me to log in and it, it won't take my login. And there's no thing for a forgot password because when I enter in my password, it tells me it's wrong. And so it's like, God damn it. And I can't figure it out. So I'm hoping that that's the thing. I mean, yeah, getting that stuff sorted out. It's just going to take know. a little while for any yeah. site, really, because I mean, I anticipate last night when I was talking to the developer, I said, look, you know, we have this plan in the absolute best case scenario. If we get a massive influx of people, will this site be able to handle it? I need to know because I'm fucking going out there putting my name on the line. And he's like, uh, yes, 100 percent. So. Right. Um, I mean, and, and you know, I, I won't tell people more than that. And sometime in the next week, I'll be taking a tour of it. Yeah. And and that's important too, because again, like you want to make sure if you're putting your name to it, I want to do the same thing. I want to make sure before I'm going to publicly come out and right. be like, this is awesome. I want to make sure that it's awesome. Yeah. You know, but everything <laughs> I've heard so far and the people involved give me a lot of uh, a lot of confidence that 
that it will be really good. Yeah, and we're excited. That would be it's fantastic. Really, it's really exciting. And I'm just trying to look at this as not so much of a, a replacement to Twitter, but just, you know, like there's Instagram, right? So people like Instagram because it's Instagram. And right. this is just going to be – I think it's good, especially this Twitter thing is teaching us more than anything. It's good to be diversified on social media because you never know what's going to happen with one site. And if you can establish yourself in several different places – even with some of the same people that you're following, because it's, it's it pains me to lose yeah, these people. Point. You know, it pains me to lose some of these people. And thankfully we've got, but, oh, so did you hear the rumor that they're considering putting Twitter behind a fucking paywall? Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, if they put out a manual for how to be the shittiest yes. uh, owner, <laughs> business owner, I mean, like, I always thought Trump had that nailed down. Right. But Elon's giving him a run for his money. You know, I mean, it, it, in, in terms of, like, destruction of the myth around you. The myth around Trump, those of us who lived in New York always knew it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. I grew up there when, when, when that fucking clown was behaving at his worst. But, you know, that stupid TV show they gave him made people believe yeah. he was this brilliant guy that, that had this huge real estate empire instead of somebody who literally lost one year, almost lost, I think it was 900-something wow. million. He lost almost a billion dollars in one year. How the fuck do you even do that? You know, like he's he's a complete idiot. Yeah. And then here along comes Elon, this you know, who's this guy that's treating like this square jawed Superman, this giant, you know, he's gonna get us to space and he's the future of cars yeah. and he's so perfectly placed and it turns out it's it was all bullshit. Yeah. And if this asshole could have just kept his mouth shut and stuck with the things he was doing already, mm-hmm. you know, God knows what what you know, what what how you know how he would have gone down in history. Probably like Tony Stark or something like that. But yeah. now, right. you know, he, he, I mean, it took him weeks. I'd love to have somebody who does this kind of stuff to do an analysis of like the loss in terms of billions of brand value that this idiot has cost himself. Because he is taking, I mean, here's the thing, right? Republicans are all like in bed with fossil fuels. They will hang with fossil fuels to the very end, even if they're on a lifeboat and we all become water world. That's what they would do. Mm-hmm. So they're not, not – I mean they insult – if you look around, they, I mean Jim Jordan did the other day. They insult electric cars all the time. They're not going and buying electric cars. Mm-hmm. Their community it's, it, it is viewed as like you're, you're a liberal. Yeah, you right, exactly. So we're his customer base, and it used to be that this thing was a sign of status, and now it has competitors, and it's become a stigma. I literally have two friends, two people I know, one of whom is on, on Twitter pretty regularly, and – they're both. They're, they both are people who are liberal-minded people. One of them even works in sort of green energy, who bought Teslas and that, and they used to drive these things proudly. And they're both embarrassed by them now. Yeah, like that's what's going to happen everywhere. Um, I mean, the stock's already dropping. Like the value, nobody. I mean, I'm not. You know, it. It, it was. It, it's like. After Trump, all the stuff with Trump staying in a Trump property, you would never do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't buy a Tesla. I wouldn't even think about it. And there's yeah. all sorts of other options out there now. So it's like, who's smart enough to take advantage of this situation? But like, he has destroyed them. And I don't think, look, the only way they're getting out of this is the way Trump bailed himself out of his idiotic business practices. Mm-hmm. Go to the, to, you find your wealthy authoritarians, yeah. same people that Twitter, that he grabbed Twitter with, Musk did. So maybe it'll end up becoming Tesla's will still do okay, but you know his dream was this was gonna this was gonna be transformative for the earth, and you know he would he would be looked upon as this great you know man of change. And instead, if he doesn't, he's either gonna go bankrupt, either they're gonna kick him out of the company, the board, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be gone, which is probably the only way they can save their brand. They're gonna keep him and bankrupt the company. Yeah, is the second option. The third option, the one that I expect to happen, is. Is as the losses mount, um, it'll magically suddenly become the car of the Saudi and PRC Chinese government and Russian elites, and they'll bail him exactly. out by buying these cars. But he, but he'll his his dream will be gone. This will not be the transformational car. It'll be somebody else. His car will be the one driven by wealthy autocrats around yeah, the earth. Right. Wow. Good job, pal. And, well, and I can't help but think that, I mean, obviously he takes Saudi money and they have their own thing. But, you know, what foreign adversary 
would, in my opinion, uh, would like to see something like Twitter fall more than any of the other ones would be Putin because he's clearly been engaging in cyber warfare. And, you know, we've seen these pictures with Elon and Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend, Ghislaine, or whatever her name is. Um, I think I called her Giselle, but anyway, on my patrons only show, but um, I, I, <laughs> I can't remember her fucking name. So, but, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that there's necessarily Russian, you know, Russians have compromise on him, but of course we wouldn't be surprised because they do it to Trump and everybody else. They've got all kinds of information. It, on- it will define, if we get through this whole period of time, I was just talking to somebody who works in the same office building as me and his kids go to the same school as my kids and we were chatting about it and he's in sort of a tech area and we're like, you know, if we get through this whole thing, which I hope and think we will, yeah. uh, there will be a time in the future when we'll look back and we'll realize that a lot of this period in history was defined by by basically by cyber crimes, stolen information, compromise, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll find out plenty of journalists and pundits. It was going on. We'll find out numerous elected officials. There's yeah. ones that are just obvious to the point where people have called them out for it. People like Ron Johnson and Rand Paul yeah. were in Rand Paul's because you're running notes between Trump and Putin, right. you know, and, and, and Ron Johnson was going over there, kissing their asses on, on mm-hmm. uh, right on the 4th of July. And then coming back here and, and somebody's their analysis of all of their talking points he was repeating. I mean, it's, it's, it, you know, whether it's because they're scared, I don't believe that they all seem like awful people to begin yeah. with. I think it's said, you know, we all know that they, <clears throat> that they hacked the RNC server. Just like the, they did the DNC, but they never released anything. Right. What do we think? What do we think they had on there? I mean, I think mm-hmm. we can all guess what they had on Lindsey Graham. I don't have to guess. <laughs> I have friends in certain communities in DC. So do I. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, same deal with with uh, with Elon, You know, yeah. same deal with Ron Johnson. It may be a different kind of a deal. It's maybe oh, yeah. maybe he's committed financial crimes. Who the hell knows? But uh, they have, you know. I'm, I'm sure there's all sorts of things they've got, and and we'll, you know, hopefully we'll get to a point where that kind of transparency will we'll get through this age, and yeah. we'll build better security against the, you know, cyber attacks, and then you know, we'll figure out all of the folks who've been compromised, and there's a lot of them mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't care who they are. If they're Democrats and they fuck around, well, they'll find out. We, you know, I want them to find no, out because I, I couldn't agree more. That's the I mean, dif- look, that's the difference. Like we knew, us. we kind of knew for a while there that that's what was going on yeah. with Tulsi Gabbard. Yep. And then mm-hmm. finally, she she uh, you know let it all out at the yeah, right at the did. best moment for them. Yeah. But I mean, Hillary Clinton brought it up. Mm-hmm. You know, back in 2020, yeah. it had been a couple year thing that had been relatively obvious by right. now with certain positions she was taking that were yeah. benefiting Putin and other dictators around the world, benefiting Erdogan in Turkey, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with stuff she was doing. It seemed real, relatively obvious, some of this, you know, w- with her. And eventually it's exactly as we predicted it was. I mean, I hate that this all sounds like a movie because none of this stuff was real as recently as 20 years ago. So you still have to get used to it, but like that's that's our world now yeah. of modern communications and everything. We kind of opened the Pandora's box, yeah. and, and there wasn't good enough protection for people's, you know, private information. And some people were doing some pretty awful, evil, nasty, you know, embarrassing, or at least to them, embarrassing things. And now they've, and 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 they're scared of being exposed for that. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's insane, and I hope. I mean, it really scares me because. I think that unless, you know, I'm hoping that we can, you know, I don't care if Mastodon takes off and it becomes this wonderful site because the site that you and I are interested in, like I said, it's got its own appeal. It's got things on it that Mastodon isn't offering you. Maybe one day it will. But it, it's kind of a little bit more like Facebook, but it's weird because it's, it's you know, I think one of the best ways to describe it, there's a lot more things to do on that on that website than you could do on Twitter. But it kind of looks like it's like it could be tweets, except that they look like Facebook posts. But it's it's like tweets, so uh, you'll see. But it's kind of you an know interesting people decide idea. and they'll either build a comfort level with it. Yes, I think some of that will be its usability. Some of that will be the people that are there. Some of it, you know, I mean, like with 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 other sites. And and frankly, you said earlier. I mean, the best thing is to be diversified. So yeah. it's nothing against Mastodon or or mm-hmm. I, I mean, I. Some people are in counter social, though I guess some people yeah. have said some that there's worries. I guess a hacker started. I don't want to say stuff. I'm not 100% sure, so right. I'm being very skeptical of that now. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, and then there was Tribe, and then we found out who that was started by <sighs> some guys who were pretty scammy, if yeah. you ask me. I'm not so, I'm tribal. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not either. So, so I mean, you know, like, like but I'm still on LinkedIn, yeah. which I don't do a lot with, but for my business stuff, I do. I'm still on Facebook, and I know you went through hell with them. Yeah, but I'm but on them I, too. I'm yeah. probably going to expand what I'm. You know, I really become much less Facebook and much more Twitter and yeah, that's now going to probably change a lot. Oh. I just need to, <laughs> to figure out how to, you know, when I started stuff, I started doing all this public stuff about 15 years ago, right? Like yeah. going on MSNBC and, and wrote a book on John McCain and, and sort of, you know, things in the public eye. And, and I wasn't, you know, I don't remember if business pages were a thing back then, mm-hmm. but sort of like all these people that would see me places, you know, would come and ask to be friends and I just would say yes. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> the problem is it's all a personal account and it's exactly, basically filled yeah. up. I can't allow new folks in. And, like, I'm not as comfortable anymore putting up pictures of my kids when I don't really know everybody that's in you. there. Yeah. So I need to figure out, which I'm, I'm going to somehow, um, there's some people that may have answers here. I'm going to probably start a Facebook business page and do a lot of posting about my thoughts on all these things there and then try to like you know call my facebook personal page and get back to where maybe that's something of a thousand or twelve hundred or many people that i consider to be family friends mm-hmm. colleagues people that i'm okay with like i'll put up stuff about my kids mm-hmm. and everybody else will be you know will hopefully be on the other one if i can get that figured out i will probably be much more active on facebook i've never done anything on 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 um instagram maybe i guess i'll start now i never really understood you know how it was. I guess it was more friendly to images and that kind yes, of thing. Yes, that than, is. Than I mean, Facebook, it's funny. But I, I thought it was sort of the same thing. So I was like, well, I'm already on Facebook, but I guess I'll. It is a little I'll different, pop. and you know, it's funny. You could go take a look at Bob's Instagram because he's decided that he doesn't want to do politics. So his stuff, he's got a couple of categories that he focuses on. A lot of it is um, funny videos, maybe you know, whether it's animal videos or just weird videos that yep. not everyone's posting. So he made that like a. It's totally politics free and fun for me i just i look at it like uh what do you call it like a photo album and i don't care i put one up whatever but i don't spend a lot of time over there and i've never really cared that much because mark zuckerberg's owns it and the one thing i do want to say i'm going to continue to repeat this is that this brand new site is not going to be funded with any it's actually funded with all american dollars and there's no uh russian funding there's no saudi saudi funding and there's not going to be disinformation which i just have to throw this in here because oh my god I, again, this is another thing I'm, uh, I'm repeating what I said on my patrons only show for those that listen, but I'm just going to real, be real brief. So I talked to my MAGA relative last night because there's all kinds of family drama in my family. And I, I called her about it. And when, when we were talking, she got in two digs. So the first one was we were talking about California and she said, well, you know, California's so soft on crime. And right. I, it's I all homeless people, and I love like you can almost predict what they're going like, to say. It's like you know, MAGA bingo, you can predict anything. <laughs> that, 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 uh, any topic Everyone comes take up, a drink. I know what they're going to say because <laughs> they're all reading from the same like yes. mind-numbing script. Yes, and so this, but so she said that, and I didn't, I didn't say anything. Okay, and then we, j- so then you know, we get over the family drama part. And I say to her, okay, well, this is what's going on. Here's this new website and blah, 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 blah. And I said, what I really like about it, I, and, oh, and I reach out, like, to make her feel comfortable. This is so typical of my experience in dealing with MAGA people. If I have to deal with them, I try to find common ground. I try to let them see that, you know, hey, look, we're all in this together. So I said, you know, this site looks really promising and we want, we do not want a liberal echo chamber we want to have conservative voices you know we want to be able to have debates but we we're not going to permit disinformation conspiracy and and hate speech and then all of a sudden her voice changes and she gets at she didn't yell at me but she got agitated and she's like well opinion is they call opinion hate speech and not all opinion is hate speech exactly it's like, you know, when they I read that phrase uh, from uh, the Manchurian Candidate, like it's the same thing. Yeah. And like, she just what's like, his name is the most wonderful, terrific, you know, I can't remember it exactly. And they're like, this is like their sets them off and they're brainwashing. Right. That's you know? exactly Again, what like, it is. Yeah. She's brainwashed and, and she, it's predictable. she got angry and not, normally, I mean, she likes to throw those digs out. I don't take her bait. 
I never take her bait. And um, I just, you know, I mean, she's been in my life my entire life. When I was younger, she was not a MAGA. She was nothing like a MAGA. And it, it's, it's crazy. like all of a sudden. People they, that we all knew that were mm-hmm. normal people and they turned in, into zombies. Yeah. And it's the like worst, the disease. worst, it, the worst thing she said, though, I mean, because she's like, oh, all hate speech, all opinion isn't hate speech. And I said, no, it isn't. But, you know, you don't want to have the N-word repeated over and over again. And she said nothing. And when she said nothing, it was like almost like you could hear her silent anger. You could hear her yeah. inner voice. And I just thought, whatever. I just, it, it makes things so difficult to be related to people like that. I just, no, I know. I've got a few of them in my family. And, and I mean, I've, I've factored them out of the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like the family ones I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not about like – uh, I mean, some, a few of my close friends here, and I wish they weren't, but they are, are Republicans. Mm-hmm. But it, but they all voted against Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, they all voted for Biden. They all yeah. are sort of, um, you know, they're they, they, a bunch of them have voted for a number of Democrats and started breaking away. They're more Romney Republicans. Mm-hmm. And when you're about conservative voices for this site, like I can live with that. Mm-hmm. Me you too. I, mean, I can live with people who I can debate. Like, well, how much spending should we have, and how mm-hmm. much, right. you know, and all these kinds of things. Like, I, you know, we can have legit debates about government's role mm-hmm. and all in terms of the, you know, of that kind of thing. And and but I, I'm not going to debate whether all people are equal. Right. Or I, if I, the I Holocaust happened, you know. Yeah. And I'm not going to debate. So you say, I mean, you know, the people that, and and frankly, the level of sort of of like self delusion you have to go through mm-hmm. to be able to justify supporting at this point a donald trump yeah. or a carrie lake or you know a doug mastriano or somebody like that is is again to me that tells me something about your character mm-hmm. you could be more conservative and disagree with me on certain things you mm-hmm. can think that you know the government is that uh, it's a more free society when the government does less and you can have opinions yeah. like that and i will disagree with you and argue with you but the minute you cross over into yes. the sort of populist angry culture war mm-hmm. garbage no. no i mean i, I said it, it tells me again about your character if mm-hmm. you're willing to do that and again i do have to deal with a few family members like that but i will not deal with any you know there's two or three friends of mine that are out of my life because they, yeah they me too that me too i draw that line between you know republicans who i think are wrong but have the decency to be yeah. like, you know, a lot of my party is screwed right now, yeah. and I'm going to vote for a lot of Democrats, even though I consider myself conservative. And that's people Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh is that right, like a Joe Walsh yeah. type, exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I got on the phone with Joe Walsh talking about the site the other day, and I mean, I there are some things that he, you know, he believes that almost make me want to punch him. But whenever I talk to him, though, it's like I, I genuinely feel he's misguided. And I, I guess that's just the best way to say it. I, you know, I mean, part of it is religion because we're talking about abortion now. But I swear right. to God, I like the guy. I can't help it. He's just so nice and friendly, and it's not an act. I know, you know, his poor fucking wife, and they announced this on Twitter, but she's dealing with cancer. And, you know, and she's such a sweet person. And, and I, you know, I mean, outside of the abortion issue, I mean, there have things that he's been tweeted that I think, no. And I muted him for a long time because I couldn't fucking take it. After it was after uh, Biden won. And, you know, I still agree with a lot of things that he says. And then there are things that I disagree with. But I would want those kinds of voices on because those people are in America. And, yeah, we have some crazy ass. I don't want the crazy ass people in who are going to, like you said, the hate and all that. I don't want the hate. I just, you know, I don't mind if we debate the topics and if we disagree. And even like somebody like uh, Tom Nichols. Who I can't fucking stand. I can't fucking stand yeah, him. I, I, I've honestly never had an interaction with Tom Nichols. He oh seems, God, he's to so me good. like uh, you know like I, I actually agree with him on some things. Yeah, I me find too. Him incredibly arrogant though. Yes, and, like he's never decided that I'm worthy of responding to well, on Twitter. He has so with like me. I tried like once or twice back when. You know, all this stuff happened and a bunch of other kind of, you know, call them never Trumpers, whatever you want to call them, or people that became my friends. Yeah. Fred Wellman became a right. friend. Joe Walsh became a friend. Yeah. Like some people like that. But but Tom literally, I don't think he ever answered a thing I asked him. So I was like, all right, don't need this. Guy. You know, I mean, like I, I'm not upset and I'm not whatever. It's just if somebody's not going to answer me, then I'm not. Exactly. I, well, he know, did. He did. Point? He did answer me once when I was 
responding to him in a respectful way and he acted like a fucking dick and in the end he was wrong and he never admitted it and and then i and then i called him a star fucker um i didn't say that to his face i just said it randomly and of course somebody alerted him to that and he saw it and i did regret calling him a star fucker but um i i believe it to be true Why does he kiss certain stars yes asses? and i'm not gonna say no. I, again don't yeah. follow him i'm not don't gonna really, say I, who I, the only time does. i come across him is when somebody else puts him in my timeline you know yeah. so we'll see but here's the thing i would i i think he should be over on that site I think Bill Crystal. I think all of them because he's not somebody who's putting toxic bullshit. I disagree with right. him so much, and he's so fucking smug, and he he is too sexist to apologize and or at least just say you're right. I was wrong. He was wrong because it was this whole thing about saying oh, and this was like in 2017, I think, where he was saying that the pink hats don't equal votes, and so I just pointed out well, suffragists had garb, and you know they were able to to get into the con- you know to, to get the right to vote. And so, um, you know, and then he pulls in some other woman and they start making fun of me. And he was being such a juvenile baby. And then it was funny because after that election, we, we saw record number. It was after the march and that first election, we had a record number of women going into Congress. And I said, thinking of you today. And he liked it, but he never said anything because right. obviously those pink hats did equate votes and did equate women running. And he, he just can't admit it because he's so fucking up his own ass. But people like that, I still think should be over there because same with the Lincoln Project people. I think they should be over there. And yeah. they're fighting to t- save I would democracy. Agree. Look, you know, again, like I have had conversations and, uh, you know, I get there are people that, that very much don't like some of them. You know, Rick, Wil- Rick, yeah, Rick Wilson is one, Steve Schmidt is another. I've only ever talked to Steve Schmidt publicly. You know, we've, yeah. got, we've answered each other on Twitter and, and follow each other. And But Rick Wilson, we followed each other. He came on my podcast when I used to have it back in the day. And, uh, you know, we've DM'd here and there. I mean, he's not, I wouldn't call him a friend or even right. or whatever, but we've done, you know, and, and yeah, I think that's the type of voice. I mean, you can disagree or, and, with him or whatever, but I, yeah, those are the kinds of voices. It's, it, to me, it's only the toxic ones that pick fights all the time, Yeah, you know, and, and whatever, because eventually that just gets old and it gets right. tiresome. Yeah, you know, it does. Um, it, it's like just enough, yeah. right? Like, and, and I feel the same way people on the left, frankly. I mean, I it's happened lately. There are people on the left that I finally just unfollowed and, and muted. Because I'm, I'm just tired of them arguing with me about everything. <laughs> you know, like it's just exhausting. Okay, you're you're relevant. You're right. I'm wrong. I yeah. just, I, I'm, I'm not bothering. Um, so, in any case. So, okay, before I let you go, and I just usually I do ads on this show. I'm just not going to do it today because we're not doing a really long show, although it's 40 minutes in. But, um, okay, so before I let you go, I just want to see if you have any predictions about this, uh, like maybe surprise wins. Do you think Marcus Flowers might beat Marjorie Taylor Greene? What are your predictions? All right, so here's my I, – I, I will hope that, that Marcus Flowers will. I still think that that district is too much to overcome. Right. My surprise right. victory or, or win or loss, everyone looking at it, is, I, is uh, that I will take a chance on is Adam Fresh beating Lauren Boebert. Oh, wow. Okay. Because it's in Colorado where they have voter registration up through literally today. Mm-hmm. So it's a conservative district, but it's a conservative district in a more liberal state that has laws that actually are set up so people can vote. What do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, – and it's it, instead of being a plus, whatever the hell Margie Taylor Greene's district is or Matt Gaetz's district, something crazy like mm-hmm. plus twenty or fifteen or whatever, it's only, it's like I think it's a plus five or six Republican district, which yeah. means it's it's tough to win, but not impossible. And there was a poll showing him within two points, and she was at forty-seven. And forty-seven mm-hmm. is when you start being on the border of like you really want to be at 49 or above so that you feel like the undecideds carry you over. Yeah. You know, obviously you'd rather even be above 50. So that's my pick for an upset. Um, I don't, I think Palin's going to lose two, but I don't think that's as much of a risky pick at this point, considering sure he did lose once. Um, so those, those are two that I think are going down um, on the Senate side. One of, you know, and I may end up eating my words on this, but I'm going for it. Um, not fully a Democrat, but people haven't really been paying attention. I think Evan McMullen takes out Mike Lee. Interesting. In Utah, and he said he will caucus with neither side. But a guy who, you know, again, who is a never Trump 
uh, you know, as a sort of moderate-ish you know, guy who said that he, you know, again, you and I could argue with him like Joe Walsh all day long, but he believes in universal background checks on guns. He believes in climate change. Mm-hmm. He's not a, you know, he's not a complete lunatic. Um, he's a, he's a sort of center-right Republican, uh, and he, you know, is in his beliefs and would caucus with neither side. So it wouldn't be a net gain of two for us, but it'd be a net gain of one. Yeah. And the one that we'd be getting rid of, Mike Lee, is literally a seditionist who tried to help Trump overthrow the government. So I'm going to go with that one uh, as a surprise. And what the hell? Um, I could be wrong about this one, too. I'm going to go with Admiral Frank and knocking off 147-year-old Chuck Grassley. Because <laughs> Chuck literally doesn't know what planet he's on anymore. He's a seditionist, oh. too. He's He's been there in, in the U.S. Senate since I was nine years old. Um, yeah, I know. And, no shit. And polls have shown Franken, who has an impeccable background, admiral and all that close. You know, I was also right next to Minnesota. They got some of the same media. And if your name's Franken, that's probably not the worst thing considering they had a right. senator named Franken in, yeah. in Minnesota. I don't know. I just feel like those things are coming together. So I'm going to take a chance. I could be wrong, but those are my two surprise picks that let something out. And But if those two do go our way, it probably means that we win a ridiculous number of seats, that we win five or six seats and have an incredible day. Yeah. So... Wow. Yes, I'm open for that. Yeah, I, th- th- those are some good predictions. Mine are more, a little bit more obvious. I'm going to go for the obvious one. First two, I'll just say I think Warnock's going to win. And I also, I'm going to go out on a limb and predict Stacey Abrams is going to win. And then, right, like um, and Fetterman. I mean, Fetterman, I don't think is too much of a limb, but I'm going to go with Fetterman. So, yeah. I um, think so. Yeah, no, I think at this point, I mean, I understand. I mean, look, Fetterman picking that as a win like a month ago would have been, yeah, he's up by 10 or 12 right. points, you know, but obviously he got a lot closer with yeah. with the Republicans being sleazy and, yeah. and the stroke and all that stuff. He got to where there are a few polls that showed it. I don't think I ever saw any that showed Oz ahead, but there's mm-hmm. some that showed Fetterman even only three points ahead, yeah. like within almost margin, margin of error. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's that way. Oh, and I have to add one more because I have to. It's just Tim Ryan beating J.D. Vance. Oh, God, I hope so. a fucking Nazi and a loser and an incel, and I hate everything about his being, like literally every molecule of his body I, I hate. It's an anti-Semite too. Yeah. So I hope he gets his anti-Semitic ass kicked. And I just have a feeling Ryan has done the work. Yeah. You know, raised a lot of money, worked hard to to get crossover voters in the sort of way Sherrod Brown does here. Right. And what in you know in what really is about a plus three or plus four Republican state. Mm -hmm. So. Well, oh my God, oh my God, I hope you're right on that one so much. Oh my God, so Cliff, this is it. It's election day. You know, I mean, we're gonna be back after election day <laughs> we're gonna still be here talking about we shit. will still exist <laughs> but this is i mean we like for two years now i feel like everything has been leading up to this we had a little respite with that first election and took a break and now 2020 i mean and now it's like okay here we go so thank you for being my guest on election day i specifically wanted you because you just you're easy to talk to and i just wanted an easy day so <laughs> i got it with <laughs> all you. right not everybody thinks <laughs> Sad. I mean, you know, I get people think I'm a dick on, on Twitter. I'm just like, well, I'm a dick for democracy. You know, like, that's what I like to call myself an asshole for freedom. Like, I'm a nice guy when you're not attacking my form of government, yes. my country. And then I become a really unnice guy when you're doing stuff that, that harms me and my friends and my yeah. children and my wife. And so, you know, same it is what it is. So, before I let you go, tell everybody where to find you. All right. Well, I'm still at Cliff Schechter on Twitter, um, and it's C-L-I-F-F and S-C-H-E-C-T-E-R. Uh, if you just go to YouTube.com, that's the big one that I've been trying to grow, and that you can go there. It's YouTube.com slash C Schechter, so please subscribe there, and it's C-S-C-H-E-C-T-E-R. Um, and on that Mastodon machine, <laughs> like I, I – I, Mine is a little bit weird, the server I got on. It's also at Cliff Schechter, so there you go, like the Twitter one, but then it's also at C.im. Okay. So you can catch me there, too. There's two Ooh, of you. Oh, I have 99 there. followers there, so you Wait, could be my 100th. C.im. Okay, I'm following you right now. Okay, I just followed you. You're going to be my 100th. <laughs> I haven't followed anybody yet because I haven't done anything there, so I apologize. Because you're a snob. I will, I will get to that. <laughs> you're being snobby on Mastodon. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm so cool. No, I, I need to, like... 
I need to get there and do more. But I've been scared to go there ever since Elon Musk made those hilarious masturbation jokes about oh it. God. It was so funny. That I just felt like I'm such a pathetic such a dick. dick. Okay. All right. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter right now. Um, author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. And I'll tell you, I don't know if this is going to stick, but my mastodon is Kimberly Johnson. And don't forget the extra E at the end of my name because everybody does. Right. Thanks, Mom. So I'm at, and it's mastodon.lol. <laughs> that's the one I got. So and oh, I'm and I, I, and I'm, the, I didn't know there was an LOL. That's <laughs> awesome. And I'm trying. I, I don't know if you can get verified because like certain servers will verify you and certain won't. And I don't. I can't figure any of the shit out. So that's what I, I don't either. like about it. It's a little not. It's not intuitive. And no, it's a bit clunky. And I'm yeah. hoping that that improves um, with things. But no, I, do, I don't. I don't really know anything about it. And I'm always slow to do that stuff. My ADD takes over, and like I just. It, it, it's too much effort, but I'll make myself at some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure there. it out. I think, but it's like right now, as long as Twitter is still going, I'm going to stay on until at least it's behind a paywall. And um, well, you have to at least stay on to watch the the, the car crash. Of course, I mean, and quite you know the Tesla accident, if you exactly. will. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like even if I stay for no other reason, you know, and I still find some utility in it. I mean, yes. he hasn't taken away my blue check yet. Um, I'm never going to pay for it, obviously. Me neither. Um, you know, and he hasn't kicked me off yet, even though I've made fun of him a few times. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to basically stay there and, and, you know, and I'm going to watch what happens. Mm-hmm. And, and if in the end, you know, it, it just amounts to the site becoming a complete shit show and nothing, you know, is, is positive about it. But I get to see this, this guy destroy his reputation mm-hmm. further and take what was a successful, vibrant community mm-hmm. down the hole and ruin his reputation for all eternity. Well, at least that'll be amusing. And I can yeah. make fun of him then. <laughs> yeah, and I want to so. punch him. But all right, okay, so yes, what did it, oh yeah, and find my books on Amazon. Thank you, Cliff, it was awesome, and go democracy. Yeah, go democracy. That means you have to vote blue today if you want democracy. Yes, please. All right, it was yes. awesome talking to you. See you, awesome t- see you, you tonight too. on Mary's Show. Me <laughs> All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.